<laughs> Actually, I taught you saying Battle you wish. <laughs> Have something to say, Styler. Yes, share with the class. Uh, I don't have enough Skittles. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Darklands. Get the Hello. spiel out of the way right away. Everyone here is 21 years of age. We do not condone any acts of underage drinking and always drink responsibly. Uh, we have a bit of a unique one here. Uh, reason being is... It is only Eric and I, kind of. <laughs> uh, so this will be a bit of a one-on-one -on -one session. Uh, but to get Styler, not necessarily some GMing experience, but just a better idea of how Pathfinder runs to just be a part of a session. Uh, he'll essentially just be listening along, hanging out. How do we want to word that? I'll be here, but I won't be. Sure. Uh, Eric. Shadowing, essentially. Yeah, Eric. Mm -hmm. Before I do my recap, uh, before we, you know, officially start, uh, keyword, what do we got? Snaps. Spoon. Ooh, poppy. Okay, I guess we're going with spoon. I just looked around and I saw a spoon. <laughs> I know conventionally what we're supposed to do is it always has to do with something that I'm drinking, but I always just drink the same stuff. So <laughs> I was going to say, I, I drink the same thing. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that I'm sure we all know the individual whom gave us that rule. I'm sure that they don't mind. If you do, let us know that we'll just pick a Ooh. random word like an everyday object or something. How about pepper? Styler, what I do you like more, would. spoon or pepper? Um, I think it's going to be more difficult for pepper to get in there. So I'll say pepper. Sure, sure we'll go with pepper. Okay. Uh, for any of you that don't know what's going on, uh, Darklands drinking rules, uh, when Styler uh, yips, the last person to yip back has to take a drink. Uh, Eric, I think when you just say drink they have to drink uh buddies drink yeah yeah i i and i swear there isn't like anything attached it's just oh they drink nope it's just they have to drink yeah uh for me um which <laughs> people yelled at me people yelled at you guys and then they yelled at themselves that uh every session uh there is one word that i somehow have to slip into my narrative into my combat into my whatever we're doing that week and generally i usually give like a five second pause or so and if they don't catch me they drink if they do catch me i have to take my drink depends on how much drinking was done yep. before <laughs> yep oh and we definitely heard your guys's words so at least i'm geared up to probably not wake up tomorrow so <laughs> i know a little with... minion that will not let that happen well i mean <laughs> should we deter from starting for just a moment for you to share what waking up in my house last sunday was like i didn't hear anything <laughs> but let's see here there's the butt there's 
a little human being in your household that probably was around seven o'clock in the morning. Yep. Screaming. Daddy! And I'm pretty sure he pounced on you multiple times. And that was your alarm clock. Oh after my god. And up till almost two. two yeah. Thirty in the morning. Um watching yeah. What what you didn't get to see because Eric actually slept in my son's room, he slept in Roman's room <laughs> that when Eric woke up slightly hung over and just like beelined it for the bathroom roman was just standing in the middle of my living room looking at me and going like hi and just this complete look of shock surprise on his face of someone just came out of my bedroom dad <laughs> and then no he, I, I did not <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is he immediately recognized eric and just started fucking with eric <laughs> yep like it wasn't there, until he took yeah, his morning nap that I finally went back. Like, there wasn't a, a pause. There wasn't anything like that. There was a, wait, I think I know who you are. I'm going to attack you. And I was attacked. <laughs> well, good. Uh, anything else to add? Um... No, there's nothing else to add. Great. So, picking up where we last left off, concluding Maddox's tomb, the end of an epic story arc, Beetle joined by the Mazarins, a couple of previously fallen legends of the Darklands. Upon chatting with them a bit, them showing you the exit, you know, your allies, Sawyer, Ralquan, everyone joining you by your side as this magical lift uh, plummeted, plummeted you back up to the surface. Upon exiting and seeing the town of Reynolton before you, before you could fully explore and understand where you were, there was a pause. A pause brought by your friend, Zeke. Zeke taking it amongst himself to say a proper, kind of lengthy, <laughs> heartfelt goodbye to you and Sawyer. Uh -huh. Him feeling that uh, all of you were going your separate ways. He was pretty dead set. He made up his mind. He needs to figure out who this Onyx Shaman is. Not that you don't want to know, but that isn't the top of your priority list like it is for him. You went your separate ways, and you entered the smaller town of Reynolton, around the same size as Midmarch, but previous beetle beetles living state uh you're a bit more used to larger establishments than this 
However, of all things, not the structures, not the buildings, not even the people, what caught your attention was sunlight. The sun itself not yet visible, but subtle rays of sunlight piercing through that dull gray stormy sky. You never once from your father, your grandfather, from anyone around ever heard about the sun and sunlight being present in the dark lands. Yet, there it is. You saw children playing in it, people closing their eyes and just enjoying feeling some actual heat for once. It was like a large event in which Mr. Mazarin basically embraced you, showing you this would have never occurred. This entire event would have never happened without you. You, the Mazarins, Raoul, Quan, and Sawyer, it's a lot of people to keep track of. You, yeah. headed, you headed to the pub and met a, let's call him a slower Goliath. It's a good way to describe him. As well as Victor, one of the chain leaders of this town. You've heard about him the past few days. Uh, a pleasant sight amongst the dismay of the general citizens around. He told you of his plan to escort his sister Sasha to Nalor away from uh, away from Ronaldton because it appears that Cassius for whatever reason is for lack of a better term obsessed with her that Victor wants to move his sister to somewhere more safe supposedly Nalor is that place amongst other goals when <laughs> when fella Ohulahan oh, a drunken dwarf started shouting after a conversation and drinks with him, sure, he is smashed. You know, he is a hammered old dwarf. But you realized he's not crazy. Of no, all he... the people in here, he's not crazy. He's shouting at people. He's going to gut you like a fish. And all of these threats, all of this intimidating nonsense. You enjoyed a few drinks, took a couple shots. And in your intoxicated state, previously unseen, now intoxicated, you finally, your vision, for whatever reason, allows you to see this fleshy, spiked, horn-like devil creature stalking the bar. Now, important notes. Uh, this doesn't mean we're rolling initiative, let's go at it. This doesn't mean let's fight. Simply, you notice it. You know it's there, and you know fella isn't crazy. You know, there's no reason to jump the gun here. And it isn't like anyone who takes a small sip can see this creature, right? 
No, you gotta drink a fair amount. Yeah, because you, you tried, you know, you took a drink or two and there was just nothing there. So, to be noted, like I said, this is my important notes, just to make sure the scene is set. Beetle is drunk. You're not just a little buzzed, you're drunk. <laughs> and yeah. also this being this, you know, I sent you that picture. He has like spiked flesh shoulders. It's, it's almost like he he's taking a almost like owl like stance like he's like perching like an owl on empty tables and you see like as someone is about to sit at the table that he's perched on you see him just leap to like the most nearby wall and just begins to climb the walls See, he gets to a comfortable point and leaps and then hides in the rafters above. You know, it's like he's ensuring, just in case. So you at least have gathered he has intelligent, cautious thought that he's not doing any of this recklessly. But even if someone is drinking, there's no guarantee that they will just see it, him, or that it will be here. You know very little. Maybe it lives here. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's here all the time. Maybe it isn't. <laughs> I think the most unfortunate note that I have to give is we are only looking at around like 9 to 10 in the morning. <laughs> so you might have a pretty long day ahead of you. <laughs> uh from what I understand, which, you know, maybe I'm totally wrong and blowing smoke, but uh, it's how we'll rule it for now until we learn better. Uh, ten minutes allows you to treat, uh, treat wounds, gather info and such. So if you would like to rejoin your allies, if you would like to stay with Fela, uh, try to sober up, take a couple of skill checks or something like that, feel free. Because I, I know we did... Uh, finally get in our late level up but i do think you were in like the single digits for hit points <laughs> so if you want to take some time do some lay on hands and stuff like that feel free so now all the notes all the recap everything out of the way beetle what are we up to i am going to guide fella sure. over to my companion don't you fucking touch me It's safer in numbers, fella. I don't know many of them. And he just, like, shows you... like He, like, tucks in his thumbs, and he just shows you the number eight on both hands. Like, you know, four fingers, four fingers. How many is that? It's eight fingers. Oh my god, I just rolled a one. He's a pretty smart guy, you know what, you're right. Seriously, first roll of the night. I rolled a fucking one. Natural? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. it's just it's just a full-on one. You know what, roll a d6, George. Oh shit, right. That's a five. Fuck you. I rolled a one. Well, also on uh, my little note, 
Ah, Mojo Jojo, don't die. Um, <laughs> my collection of Funko Pops. <laughs> uh, but on our, our little note sheet here of uh, when random dream skis occur, it's uh, when DM rolls nat one, which I did. So <laughs> in a weird way, because I won the D6, now we're even. Yeah. So you died, uh, fella, back to the table, which is just continually growing in size because you have Victor there, Mr. and Mrs. Mazarin, Victor, Ralph, Quan, Sawyer. <laughs> yeah. That you, know, um, you have to yet again grab another chair. As fella is sitting down. Yep. I am going to use lay on hands or whatever the equivalent. Yes. Um. Here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how, uh, yes. How about uh, for here? We'll do our first treat wounds. Uh, which is oh, I had it right. Spend minute. Uh, 10 minutes treating one injured living creature, targeting yourself if you so choose, so that can be you. So roll me a medicine check. Okay, so I'm doing it twice. Do you want two yes, D20s? Yes, please. Yes. So we'll just say that this goes over a span of 20 minutes instead of 10. Okay, so 19 plus 19, because I rolled two 19s. Yeah. Plus, you said that was medicine. Oh, so on both of your D20s, it was a 19? Yes. Okay, so it's the same on both. Yep. So 19 and 1 is 20. 19 and 1 is 20. So a total of 40. 40? Yeah. Okay, well, we will... Um, we will call that a crit because, you know, just a nat 19 on both is great. So we're going to do this properly. We're going to do this by the table, uh, which is 4d8 plus 50. I, I, yeah, I know at first that 4d8 just kind of sounds like, oh, that sucks. But yeah, plus 50. Because with a DC 40, you exactly met it. And it was like I said, with just double nat 19s, it would be weird to just say, oh, you barely made it. So we'll just call it a crit for 4d8 plus 50. So actually, what would that be? 8d8 plus 100? Because you did it twice? Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> okay, hang on. Yeah, so I was about to say, as you crunch... So 50 plus 50 plus... Yep. 8 plus 8 plus 1 plus 2... I mean, and if you go above your max... Yeah. Yeah, if you go above your max, just put yourself at max. Otherwise, you're going to be pretty fucking close. <laughs> I'm somewhat close. <laughs> okay. So, um, you're, com you're comfortable with going over uh, the 20 minutes to treat your wounds? Yes. Okay. So, uh, during that time span, you know, of course, there are... Um, actually... Instead of just handing it out, how about you roll a society skill check for me? 
and just for GMs and Styler, um, the reason why we are going for society is because uh, as we're in a tavern, as we're engaging with people, uh, to get a read on essentially as people are looking at Fella, as people are looking at Beetle, as Beetle is letting Fella join his table, you know, like what's the general feel, the vibe, the emotion of the room? Uh, 32. 32. Okay, so first of all, because uh, you know, with with higher skill checks and DCs, just get the important stuff out of the way first, right? So most noteworthy to least noteworthy is not only within the tavern, but also taking, you know, just taking a glance left to right and seeing out the windows as well. No, you spent a pretty good amount of time in mid-March. I think that's fair to say. Comparing yeah. mid-March to Reynoldton, where you are now. This isn't a feeling. You are justified in this. You know for a fact. There are definitely more drow here than there was in mid-March. Secondly, um, your, I don't know what you would call it, your bartender, your Goliath buddy, you, you feel like you struck a very positive chord with him. Not only from your previous encounter, but from him seeing you inviting Fella to join your table, he, he seems even like happier I don't want to say even like more approval. There's just this justified, yeah, he is a good guy. Least noteworthy, <laughs> you know, bottom of the barrel is most people are stunned, <laughs> shocked that, wait, he's inviting fella? Okay. And then they just like turn away and go back to what they're doing. Like, what the fuck does this guy not know fella? Obviously you do. It's just everyone knows his reputation. I thought uh, the bar had been emptied after um, the hand signal. So isn't it just Beetle and his party and whatever this devil yeah. creature is? Yeah, yeah. Th this was from like peering out the windows to seeing like the drow and everything. Okay. Yeah, that it's like people like looking in, just being like, "Fella, at with with them." Like you know, th there's that doubt of like they didn't leave him alone. It's it's more of like public shock. Okay. And with that, um, it, it was also, as I said, 20 minutes are going by here for you to treat your wounds that, you know, you're pulling out, you know, all of the 
bandages, tourniquets, everything you can. You're about 10, 15 feet away from the table yet. You know, you like haven't actually sat down and you hear a voice. As you hear that voice, you also see a stare, a stare from Victor with his voice in your head. You're really inviting him here with us? Not to judge, but have you thought this through, friend? I have, Victor. He, along with I, are the, apparently the only ones that can see whatever is in the rafters. And unfortunately, you have to be very drunk to see it. Yeah, the, at, at first, there's that initial, holy shit, that you're taken back for a moment, like, okay, clearly Victor's capable then more than meets the eye. Then you regather yourself, you convey this, and you see him like almost like hunch over in his chair to look, and you realize uh, the reason he's doing this is because he's looking at where a fella was sitting and the amount that you and him drank, <laughs> and just nods, kind of closes his eyes, nods like, I see, I get what's going on here. You know, just that full understanding. And uh, as you're about to, you know, approach, sit down in your chair, um, you see with just like simply just index finger and middle finger together, Victor plummets another chair right next to him for you and positions the other one for Fella on the opposite side of the table to him. <laughs> I take his... my seat yeah. next to Victor. Yeah, he already has like his to... arm out around it, ready for you to sit down. I lean in so only he can hear. And I simply say, if you think I am lying, and if you are capable of looking through my eyes, you have my permission to see what I see. But trust me, I have no reason to be deceitful to you or anyone here. No, no skill check needed. I just need to verify. Double check, make fucking sure. You say, specifically, you have my permission to look through my eyes. Correct. Okay, with... Just in general, your passive ability stores, you, you you know you're fully aware Victor doesn't necessarily think you're lying. He doesn't think you're lying. It's more of like, this is very far-fetched. You know, it's just he has his doubts. But then as you say that, without hesitation, that arm that was like around you to just like be comfort is an immediate, firm grip on your shoulder as you feel this grip on your shoulder it's like 
you're seeing black without closing your eyes. At first, only a, a few seconds pass, and you're like, okay, this is weird. Like, you know, you're not passed out. You're not dreaming. You're conscious. What's going on? About 30 seconds go by, and poof, it's like you're plummeted back into existence. A subtle whisper of, I'm truly sorry. I shouldn't have doubted you. Any ideas? Can you identify it? Firstly, you are forgiven. It's understandable why you questioned without questioning. I would have done the same if I were you. Secondly, I'm not familiar with this thing, creature, demon, whatever it is. I've never encountered one. <laughs> if, if you feel like you cannot pin down its identity, I am, I'm no expert, I'm no versed in things like this. Why, why don't I casually exit and return with my sister? The Mazarins, the legends here in the flesh, they might put her in a good mood for once. I'll retrieve her. I seem to interrupt all of you earlier anyways. So why don't all of you catch up? Perhaps she can shed some more light on all of this for all of us. Do, do what you feel is necessary. I welcome the help of you and your sister and everyone here. Very well, very but well. But before you go... Do you mind covering my six? I have only one thing I can think of, but I have to channel divinity. Certainly. To make this work. Yes, yes, certainly, certainly. Just, um. And, and you see, he almost has like this, like, uh, talk to his head with like this grin of like, fuck, I gotta say it. Please do, please do, please keep in mind, um, she has only been back in office for a little while now. She had a, a, uh, a spurt of, uh, going missing. <laughs> so let's just all be thankful that she's returned. Understood, understood. And you see, as you say, understood, he, like, lifts his tankard, like, cheers to the goblins to seem casual, uh, bucks out his chair, and waits for you. As he's doing this, I yes. 
close my eyes. Yep. Um, you know how like some teachers always sat with like their hands and oh yeah. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. I do that, and I just lower my head a little bit and rest my face on my hands, and I start channeling celestial divinity self to reach out for my deity because I have no idea what this thing is yep okay so um instead of doing like anything with fortune or like throwing a freebie or something like that um I'll just straight up let you know that I'm I'm just in a low ball of the DC here. <laughs> I have no problem with just being upfront about that. So how about you make me a religion check? That's an easy number, but my brain can't do it. Um, 25. 25. So as... As Victor is, you know, ascending, getting him up from his seat, just seeming as casual as possible to not, you know, set this thing off in any way. Um, you know, you give him like, you know, handshake, pat on the back. You know, you're kind of trying to just sell the whole, you know, being wasted type thing. And as you do, you know, you're kind of going back to back, turning about to sit down and you just close your eyes, you know, you put your palms together. You know, thumb, uh, thumbs together under your chin. Take a deep breath and just for a quick moment, just plead, plead for a word, a sentence, a syllable, something of help. And after, after a moment, you feel like your words almost aren't being heard never felt like that before you almost feel ignored and then you it's less verbal it's actually more physical it's almost like a it's almost like a small dust of wind like a sigh Almost like a giant just opening its mouth before you and giving out like a subtle yawn. And only one word. But you feel like it's all you need. The word devil is conveyed. I feel like a ton of people just kind of jumped up and down in their seats knowing, oh, so he did do that? Yes, I did. (laughs) That was worthy of using a pen. Okay. 
I just simply might say understood and thank you for confirming yeah. a s suspicion. As you say, understood and thank you. You know, it, it should almost feel like, you know, it like exited, like it left, like that aura, that sensation of your deity is gone, right? Yeah. Why do you still feel like there's a bit of residual light left? You can't put your Good. finger on it because it's not, it's not you, you know, you look left, right, you know, you're feeling down to your boots, you know, you're not sprouting, you know, feathered wings or anything. Hmm. That would be cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, where are you then? Ral, Quan, you know, they're like picking each other's noses. The Mazarin's just happy to be alive. And then you look at Sawyer. Of course. <laughs> you look at Sawyer Greyfall. You've only known him a, a little while. You know, he, he hates deities. He hates gods. He's never talked about them. But you do remember less than a week ago. You gave what is probably the best prayer, the most heartfelt, touching plead for help. You weren't asking of it for you, but of him. And as you feel that sensation leaving you, you see a little bit of silver light shed down, you know, eagle's nest bird's eye view J just for a second it's like this barrage of silver light surrounded him and then it was gone interesting as that dissipates As Victor is, as you can imagine, su successfully, with no issue, uh, exited, likely just, you know, retrieving Sasha to come back. You know, you're still treating these wounds. It was, like I said, 20 minutes have got to go by here. <laughs> um, yeah. You still have Sawyer, Ralph Tuan, and especially the Mazarins, in which... Mr. Mazarin looks left, looks right, ensures that there's no one else around here. So, Beetle. Yes, sir. Oh, that makes me feel old. It is not meant to make you feel. Yeah, yeah just, just kind of gives you a grin of, like, busting your balls. <laughs> You and this is just observation, just observation. I mean, no dismay. I seemed to have 
struck a chord spiked your interest if you will when we first met i mentioned if you do recall one of many curses yes if i may be so bold to just come forth and ask why what does that mean to you why were you so interested or instead of why were you so interested may i be as bold to ask why are you still currently so interested I've never known this world to have light. It's always been dark, depressed, full of sadness, anguish. Some might even say hatred. It has been, in my time, a very cold place. You know, my 30 years of life I've heard whispers of these curses and I figured if they are slowly broken the world might return to a way it once was of warmth, sunlight happiness chivalry so not just for a new world history to diverge from the past, but personal history as well. First of all, I would like to you to take two hero points. I was going to say, if you ask me to repeat all of that, you're crazy. No. Secondly, I would like everyone listening whether you're a gm or player to just note just note what eric did just now <laughs> at no point did i cut him off did i interrupt did i ask for a skill check this was eric this was my player fully in character just giving the best fucking speech There needs to be more light shed on when the person you know that's talking to you. You know, Eric and I have known each other, like, what, 15 years? I That, that yeah. was not Eric talking to me just now. That was Beetle. You know, that, that made me feel something. Made give, me feel Give, give hero points, give praise. You know, at, at, at some point it just needs greatness needs to be recognized eric is one of the most new tabletop players among us and he just did that i'm, I'm proud of you you were in French class with me and <laughs> i never could do that no, no I'm, I'm i'm just proud of you buddy truly i am that i was not beetle from the heart i was i was eric I'm not even going to ask for a skill check. 
probably no be the worst to. one of my life. No, no, there's no reason. Exactly, you know, because I don't want to chance it on dice. This is a lesson not my father, but my grandfather passed down to me that I will now pass down to you. Do not, as ill-advised as it is, do not put everything in writing. Do not refer back to everything. Because when you do, that leaves proof. That leaves evidence. That means someone else can find it. Keep everything right up here. And he just points at his head, his mind, his brain. Everything I'm about to tell you, keep right up there. It is... And, again, I won't subject it to a skill check. That you see as he's just about to begin speaking, he it's not that you know, tears are running down his face or anything. He just has that glossy, you know, teary-eyed look. This is what... <laughs> it's what brought curses amongst myself, my people, and everything else in the first place. So, I'll confide all of this in you now. We have them named... We don't know specifically what they do, what they're meant to do, who they're affecting, but we do have them. Would you like to know the many curses? Yes, please. Don't feel a need to have your writing hand go out because I can share my Google Doc with you. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I know that's what you're fucking preparing for. Maybe. Oh, yeah, just maybe. <laughs> Not going to admit anything. First of all is the dark water curse. From what I'm aware of, no one has been able to pin down exactly exactly which area it pertains to. We do know, we do know it was put on the Southern Alaran Sea. Was it an island? Was it a reef? Was it five miles? Was it a hundred miles? It's impossible to tell. However, we do know, for whatever reason, some sort of massive shelled creature is involved and somebody drowned did the creature cause them to drown was it something else it's to be known next is the curse of the tundra as you know the most north reaches of the dark lands is exactly that. We have narrowed it down to the northwest. It is somewhere around the moonlit highlands. This is where it gets difficult 
because all we have is word. We don't know what it does or who causes it or where it came from. We do know that it is called the Curse of the Puppet Master. Next. And you see, he kind of almost shakes a bit. And this isn't of fear, this is of excitement. Next is a broken curse. As of maybe three hours ago, this was known as the Curse of the Shadow. The Curse of the Shadow was put on Sawyer Greyfall by Maddox. It was later broken by Sawyer Greyfall by sending Maddox back to the Domain of Shadow, where he was then killed and eaten by ghouls. Look across the table and you see Sawyer literally just giving himself a fist bump. <laughs> see Mr. Mazarin just nod like fucking kids. Next is the Crimson Terror curse. This is a case of we can't identify the creature, but we do know where it is. This is something about the city of Andorthal. Unfortunately, like earlier, last night's curse, also a mystery similar to the curse of the puppet master. Curse of the Headless is again a head scratcher. All of the research points to very simple, something about a shore and a chair. Yes, you heard me correctly. A shore and a chair. This one much more direct, the curse of the cinder coast. And with a deep breath, you see he almost doesn't even want to talk about it. Like that being amongst us. Hard to identify. This is something about a flightless burrowing dragon that seems to have some sort of cold power. I don't mean cold-blooded. I don't mean evil. I mean ice freezing you. Next is one of my favorites. It is the Purgatory Curse. Young Beetle, do you want to know why this is my favorite? I am intrigued. Because the Purgatory Curse is another one that has been broken. 
purgatory curse was put on the Mazarin bloodline and the passages beneath Midmarch and Runnelton. This curse was broken by Beetle Swiftclaw and Sawyer Greyfall by freeing William and Emma Mazarin, bringing the steadfast underpass back to life. Why was a curse put on your bloodline? I I imagine because we were a threat to Cassius. Anything, anyone that threatened him seemed like he handed these out like candy. Hmm. Another head scratcher. Curse of the Hensleys. Hensleys. That's not a word, you're right. From what we understand, Hensley is actually a last name. This is a curse Cassius put on a family. I wish there was a dot dot dot. Curse of the Hensleys. The next. The next gives me doubts not only about Cassius himself, but of his home. Again, it has only been identified for its name as the Curse of the Dark Throne. As I'm confident you're aware, that is his last name. Cassius Io Dark Throne. Did he curse himself? Is he cursed? Is the land? I'm very curious. Lastly, the hangman's curse. The hangman's curse has, it's not bound to a location like the curse of the tundra or the curse of the headless. The hangman's curse is a wandering, vengeful spirit. This vengeful spirit, from what I understand, is nearly impossible to trace. Can you imagine how it leaves its victims? Hanging from anything. Anything? Yes. I did warn you many curses. <laughs> you did. I know not each and every one of them offered as much information as you were hoping or as I was hoping to give. I'm looking forward to the Google Doc. I already invited you, so you can already look at it. What I can say, how I can help. Cassius, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what we used to call him 
Has anyone taught you that? Nope. It's because it's very, very old. Cassius. Nowadays, perhaps he's known as what's going around the Red Seeker. Your contemporary terms. No, no, no. Cassius is what, not who, but what, because he is a thing. Cassius is what we called the primordial one. Primordial meaning the first, the original. All of these ghouls, these ghosts, these vampires, abominations, they did not exist. They did not come. They did not come to be until his reign of terror began. What you and everyone else other than and just puts his arm around Emma seem to call the Dark Lands. The Dark Lands. That's what it's come to. We called Alara. That's what we called this place was Alara. This, believe it or not, <laughs> once upon a time, this was a safe land. And the, the groups, the, the followers, how you follow your deity, they began to praise Cassius in that same way. The cultists, the cults, those who willingly, willingly wanted to be turned into what he is. Not only did they begin to rise, but they began to rise in numbers. It wasn't just a few people. It was numerous. It was multiple. And then, even amongst Emma and I, the argument as old as this land is now, are they still people? Is there still life in them? Are they, <laughs> are they sick? Is it singular? Are some beyond saving, but some have humanity left. I still haven't made up my own mind on the matter. There are questions I present to you. Ponder on them. Think. Don't answer me now. But as I said, think. Think what you and your allies are doing, Beetle. See him point to the window with those Minimal, barely visible rays of sunlight. The happiness that you've never seen. Not only is it working, but it will 
come to be a double-edged sword. You bringing life, warmth back. Certainly it will make Cassius more fearful. No one in my time, and I'm certain no one in yours has challenged him in this way. It will make his armies not be able to roam openly at all times, as I'm sure they still have. But, but it will also certainly piss him off, Beetle. Before anyone else does, I will. I will put you on notice now. You're painting a large target on your back, Beetle. Paint carefully. I will tread as carefully as one can in this circumstance. I've never seen hope come to this land. Not once. Everyone just accepts the shit. The dismay. The sadness. The gloom. To see especially someone like yourself you could have simply sat at home and accepted your nobility. Not ever raised a finger. To be actively out here. Although we've known each other for all of an hour or two. I do know my past. I do know my history. And what I have to say is I'm proud of you. Lastly, if, if my opinion does matter, if advice from this admittedly old soul does get through to those young ears, <sighs> he's very smooth, but I do agree with Victor's thoughts. If Cassius is after Sasha, she needs to be protected. She does, Beetle. If he really does feel like he has found a safer city for his sister, I agree it poses many threats. Don't get me wrong. I know you felt it too. Transporting her. There are many threats and uncertainties, but the reward is worth the risk, is it not? Yes. We, Emma and I, we can keep our eyes open for you. We, 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 will, we will report the strange happenings, the people of interest. For as long as you stay here, we will be the eyes in the back of your head. However, he, 
Um, he, Victor, not Cassius, nothing like that, Victor, I do have to admit he caught my attention. Not about Cassius, not about Reynoldson, not about Sasha. He caught my attention when he talked about transporting her. When he spoke of this, he spoke of leaving the town without leadership. He spoke of saying, Reynoldson will need suitable replacements. You see him look to Emma. She nods at him. You see him look back at her. He nods at her. What do you think? First off, your counsel is always welcome and is always listened to. I do agree with Victor that his sister does need to be moved to a safer location because it is troubling from what he has said. And you, you see... Uh, William, Mr. Mazarin, just looking out the window, ensuring that they're not quite in here yet. If I may, just for a moment, potentially, I don't know, it has been quite a while. Is this gossip? Um, why? Why? This is news to me. I've never heard of this. What? Where? Where is this obsession? Why does he care for so much for this Sasha? Their brother and sister. No, not Victor. I mean Cassius. Ah. Yes. Why does Cassius care so much? Why does he look um... to her? I believe he has a crush on her and has been trying to, what's the word, suit her, try to be a suitor for her. And she keeps turning him down and it has made him angry. But he is relentless and is not going to stop and nor take no for an answer. Call me old school. But maybe, if you'd like to sway a woman, you do not attempt murder. I agree with maybe you. he just needs, you know, like some tutoring. A wingman. He could use some schooling in the matter, yes, but I don't get the vibes that he would welcome it. You're not wrong. And as far as suitable leadership, I did not want to ask no, it's the just, two it, of as, you. As soon as you say that, eyes wide, like this is literally like 
about to tell a kid that they're like about to like go to the park and they're just waiting for you to finish the sentence. But would you to Yes. Be willing. Yep. Mm-hmm. To fill the role. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Fucking. If, if you insist. You know, these were your words. I I did not say. You know, I didn't offer. This was. You didn't have to say anything. The twinkle in your eye, said it all. Thank you. Beetle. Truly. Thank you. You are welcome. Now, I do believe we have an important guest, the Sasha. Should we... I don't know. What do they expect? Should we clean the table? Should we put down a cloth? Does she enjoy wine? Your guess is as good as mine. I have no knowledge of her, but I'm thinking she's... Should we prepare food? I see that larger individual back there. Does she like steak, fish, seasoning? It's morning, almost lunch. Should we prepare eggs, a sandwich? I motion for my newest friend. we have? To come over to ask him well, there if should he be, knows what There should be like. water nearby. Should not. Sh should there not be? What options do we have? Eggs, fish, salt, pepper, steak. How about we have a little bit of everything trapped? So she has options. As you say options, you remember that the key word tonight was pepper. Enjoy your drink. Getting that, you asshole. That's another one, boys. Got his ass. Oh my god. With that victory screech, we will see all of you guys in just a week.